Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Practice number 16. Not quite in the books, but uh, getting very close to being in the books. I guess the first question in your uh, time to be able to observe, Dominic Johnson, how did he look? He was out there. That's the good talked a little bit yesterday. Uh, if he comes back Tuesday, that's going to be a good time because you're always worried about swelling and stuff. You're going to have soreness in that knee. I mean, that's just going to that probably follow you around for throughout the season from time to time. But um, the swelling uh, apparently wasn't an issue. So he was an individual, so that's really good to see. Jaden Wilson still in a green, no contact jersey, but he was running routes and still in green. So those were the um, you know the key injury updates, I guess. I'd really love to see Dominic Johnson back out the way he is. I don't think I mentioned Renfro got to him but you know he's been back out there too he's he injured his acl a little bit before i guess dominic johnson had his injury so uh he should be you know kind of on a similar path and um and he throws the ball well he's throwing the ball well it's good to see another quality quarterback out there and some nice rubber band music there from uh trey as we go through this <laughs> Rubber band music? Yeah, you're kind of in, out, stretched. It, yeah. It, bouncing around. Got to de- reconnect. I don't, I don't know if it's the spot in which you're standing <laughs> or the direction that you're uh, no, angled towards, move. but. Okay. All right. So uh, you guys like know All I right. do a walk and talk. All right now, you, you may be in a walking, but you're not talking to us. But on the line. Well, anyway, you asked a nice question. I think it was good. Kevin who said he loves technology. We do love technology, <laughs> but that's right. And, sometimes, and and Trey sometimes Bitty. it could drive you crazy. And Trey Biddy loves Dominic Johnson, and he was just getting ready to talk about him, and we just didn't get it. And he walked away. Yeah. Um, do we think, Trey, that you're with us? I don't think so. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. Oh, there he is. Okay. There you are. Try, try, try again. This is my. I've got a buddy that lives over by campus, and usually I pop over to his house between practice and press conferences, and he no-showed me today. So I usually rely on his internet to be able to do this. So I'm just kind of walking around outside right now. So well, it's a wonderful thing. To do. Him. And you have interviews at <laughs> interviews at six. Is that right? Interviews at uh, interviews at about is that right six. Yeah, and uh, we'll have uh, Miles Flusher and Matt Landers today, and. Uh, Warren Thompson. So it'll be good to talk to Matt Landers. Oh, we haven't yeah. really talked to a whole lot of the transfers, but get a little bit of his story and stuff. I don't know where where I cut off, but uh, I uh, did you hear me talking about Cade Renfro at all? 
you were you were in and out as you were saying that, so you might you might <laughs> yeah. give us some more on yeah, that. Yeah, I was just saying I was saying he's throwing the ball really well. Uh, you know, he he looks good, and he's kind of on the similar timeline as Dominic Johnson would be with the you know with the same injury around the same time, a little bit sooner actually. But uh, he was looking good throwing the ball. He's always thrown a really nice tight spiral. So uh, yeah, I was just saying it's good to have another good to have another quality quarterback out there. All right, Trey, this will strictly be an opinion, I think, uh, based upon uh, the question. This is from Jake by way of our Asher Record Service Company Life in Feedback. Trey, which game do you think Dominic Johnson will be full go and ready to play? Full go? As in not limiting the number of carries he gets? Uh, You know, when Sam Pittman first said that, that he was – you know, probably missed the Cincinnati game, but maybe having, you know, hope to have him back by South Carolina. I was just thinking, like, oh, that week is going to make a huge difference. Like, my lie detector kind of went off, even though Sam Pittman's about as genuine as they come. Um, but, yeah, it turns out I'm not a doctor. I, I think that he could probably come back by South Carolina and uh, and maybe get a decent number of carries. He, he looked good again out there today, so as long as he's not having issues, then – you know, I don't see why maybe put him in the Cincinnati game, let him get his feet wet a little bit with a few carries, let him get hit, and then maybe you could put it yourself in a situation where you're ready to, to depend on him maybe as, as early as South Carolina. And I don't know if that means 10 carries or, or what it means. I mean, heck, last year I think it took the first eight weeks before, you know, he got more than six. So, uh, yeah, I, I think maybe South Carolina could be the game that we – Maybe see them lean on him a little bit more. Yeah, I was wondering what the number that you were thinking of, whether or not it was 10, whatever number, ten made, five, etc. Yeah. All that. yeah. 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 10 for South okay. Carolina is kind of what I was thinking. Maybe, maybe two or three for Cincinnati if they're feeling it, if he's ready to, to test it out. I, that's, to me, I would, I would want to, I'd want to get him in there. Let him take a hit, and you know, realize kind of everything's going to be okay, and uh, and then maybe you can game plan. You don't want to game plan for a guy that you're not sure is going to be, you know, mentally ready for it. You know, so that's kind of what my thinking is. Uh, speaking of Kate Renfro, uh, I guess he would be. <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, granted, he's probably at best number three, maybe even number four, based upon the fact that he's just now starting to really get back out there. But yeah, will he be? Will it be necessary? I'm guessing he will have to wear a knee brace this entire season. Yeah. Well, he's in a knee brace now. I'm not sure which knee it is. I saw it, but I, for some reason, I can't picture which one it is. Dominic, I know his right knee. Uh, a lot of times quarterbacks wear a knee brace anyway, you know, just from getting rolled up. I think Tom Brady was the first guy I saw do that. Uh, but wear, you know, wear a knee brace on that front knee anyway. Uh, I don't know if that's something that he would continue to do throughout the season. Usually you see him go through a few practices with it on, and then at some point they'll ditch it. So I would assume he does that unless he's, you know, one of those quarterbacks that likes to have it just in case he gets rolled up. Well, I would think – just as a precaution, that that would be there for a while. Um, you don't right before we always come on. See, you don't see many guys like skill players and stuff wearing a knee brace. You know, 
I mean, if they're coming off an ACL, usually they, they go ahead and ditch it when they're cleared to play. Now, practice is a little different story, but that's, that's usually the progression that I've seen. Okay, in your in your fastball, when they're at this stage, I guess every day is a fastball day. In your fastball start today, did a did you see any changes? And then B is the fastball start beginning to look more and more like what you can expect might be the actual depth chart, meaning first and second teams in particular. In some regards, the offensive line has been pretty steady. The defense, I still would question cornerbacks. And that's probably it off today. Now, today they were in their 3-3-5 look. So they had, uh, they had Christopher Paul, Bumper Poole, Andrew Sanders in, with Drew Sanders down, you know, up to the line of scrimmage. So I would say they're pretty close. Um, Wide receiver and, of course, I think yesterday, today I didn't report Andrew Ellis reported offense because they go pretty fast, fastball, obviously, and I reported defense. So I don't know what the starting wide receivers were today. But um, I would say cornerbacks, wide receivers are maybe the the question marks. Now, as we were leaving today, they were actually, you know, they were lining up in teams and they had flipped. They had, so I just want to say they're, they're doing things to fill in in case, you know, just to prepare if there's some kind of injury or something. But today the, you know, the fake injury was with Brady Latham. And so they had Zacchaeus Crawford in at right guard and then Bo Lemmer at left guard, which kind of confirms my suspicion. You know, they talk about wanting a a top eight on the offensive line, five guys and three backups. No matter what happens, it's going to be Zacchaeus Crawford going into the game, in my opinion. If Ricky Stromberg has to come out, Bo Lemmer shifts to center, and Takias Crawford comes in uh, at at uh, at guard. If uh, you know, obviously right tackle because he's the backup there. If the left tackle goes down, I could see you know Brady Latham coming out, Bo Lemmer moving to left guard, and Takias Crawford coming in at right guard. So that's kind of how I think that they'll they'll play things. No matter what the injury is, you know they'll have a shift, and Takias is the guy that probably comes in, and probably probably always at right guard or right tackle. All right, Trey, this question from another Trey. He said two questions. How bad of trouble are we in that Hudson Clark is projected to be our starting cornerback, and why do you always open up the show with, hey, guys? Well, that was something I started doing 15 years ago or so, and (laughs) I kind of – I don't know why I started doing that. I just did. And then I told somebody or maybe a couple people one day that I was like, yeah, I need to say something else. And they're like, no, no, no. That's like your call sign. That's like, you know, I, I don't know. So I, I, I kept it. I thought about making T-shirts. Danny West suggested I make T-shirts. And the front is a like a like a bald head of an outline of a bald head. And the front says, hey, guys. And the back says, bye, guys. <laughs> but <laughs> I've never done that. But, uh, yeah, it's been something I've been doing on this show for – I don't do it on any other. This is just, just with drive time. Any other show I do, I don't do Hi Guys or my podcast. I don't do Hey Guys or anything like that. Just this show. What was the other We question? want the tradition to continue. We're, I mean, we're, yeah. I, I wouldn't know how 
you would respond otherwise. I know. Yeah, I've just always been doing it. He asked another question. Forgot what it was. Uh, let's see, Hudson Clark. How much trouble oh, is Arkansas yeah. in that? Oh, yeah. Hudson Clark is projected to be the starting corner. That's a loaded question again. When you presume something <laughs> with your question, that's called that's called a loaded question. A loaded question. So I, I don't answer those. No, but seriously, uh, I've said before, you know. Hudson is not the worst defensive back among the starters. He just isn't. And um, I've got a pretty good idea why everybody thinks he's bad, but, you know, he everybody has their issues. You know, I don't hear Ladarius Bishop getting complained about that often. Ladarius fumbled the opening kickoff last year and had uh, two interceptions, you know, and ended up losing his starting job at the end. And I'm not saying Ladarius is bad by any stretch. I don't think that at all. I think he's a good player. But I'm just saying everybody likes to point to Hudson Clark. Uh, let's talk with uh, Jason. Jason, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Hey, this comment is dripping with sarcasm, but I think Trey should start out by saying big Trey in the hole and then individually ask everyone what's up. <laughs> Maybe, you know, change it up a little bit. But, uh, anyway, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about Dominic, uh, Dominic coming back and, uh, you know, looking forward to him, but you know, what if, what if Rocket runs 20 times for 150 yards and three touchdowns in the Cincinnati game? Uh, you know, I know this offense isn't set up to maybe have a, a 20, 20 carry per game, and it's hard to do that through the SEC. But, you know, if Rocket really shows out with, with Green as a complimentary piece, does that maybe, you know, kick Dominique down, you know, Three, three or four games and get him ready for, you know, maybe the fourth game of the season. Uh, appreciate you guys. Well, hang up I, yeah, I don't know. I think that you want to keep a – there's a balance, right? You know, you, you don't want to overrun somebody. And, you know, the more hits you take at running back, the more times you carry the ball, the increased chance there is of, of injury. So, you, you want to spread it out a little bit. Uh, I'm a big fan of the hot hand, though, and I'm, I've just never been a fan of just like we're going to evenly rotate these running backs, and that's the plan we're going into the game with, and that's what we're sticking with. Now, I like to – if a guy's rolling, you know, get get out of the way of the train. Just let him, let him keep going. So, uh, if Rocket's having a great game, then, yeah, I would expect him to continue to get more carries. But uh, I think that there's going to be enough carries to go around, especially throughout the season. I mean – you're just going to have instances at that position where, you know, a guy gets a shoulder injury or an ankle or, or something like that, hopefully nothing worse than that. But it, it's, it's just going to happen, and you're going to have to rely on somebody else. Now, I like a two-back rotation generally, but you have to have three ready because running backs so often get banged up. And so um, that's how it works out. You know, Brett Bielema, when he was at Wisconsin – and that year that he had two backs over 1,000 yards and the other guy had 997, but he said he wanted to kill his SID for not telling him, hey, you could be the first team ever to have 3,000-yard running backs, and he pulled the guy out early. Uh, but that year, it wasn't just like a steady rotation of running backs. It wasn't like we're going to get this guy 15, this guy 15, and this guy 15. That wasn't it at all. It was, you know, a guy got banged up and another guy stepped up and, you know, he led the way for a while, and then he got banged up, and another guy stepped up, and he got banged up, and the first guy was healthy again, and he came back in, you know. So 
that's just kind of how it goes at this position. And I know on paper we all like to say, uh, all right, this is how many carries this guy should get a game, this guy and this guy. But that's just it's not how it works out. But at the end of the season, you know, it, it probably balances out pretty evenly. But I would expect Dominic and 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 uh, Rocket Sanders both to to get pretty even number of carries. I, I think of them as one A and one B. All right, this is from uh, VJ wants to know about Terry Wells. Wells is working third team left tackle, and he's been doing that, I think, mostly because, uh, you know, Devon Manuel's been out. He was out today. Josh Street was out also today. I don't think I mentioned that. Uh, but Manuel's been out for a while, so Street. Uh, but he's been working third team left tackle. I've, seen it, I've also seen him at guard, and I've seen him at right tackle. They're just kind of – kind of moving him around. He had a back issue in the spring that caused him to miss almost all the spring, maybe all but like one or two practices. I think maybe just one practice was the only one he was at. Uh, so, but right now he's not, uh, I wouldn't say he's in the, in the top two, um, in the top two groups. And definitely not in the top eight that you were talking about no. earlier. Yeah. Not in the top eight either. Yeah. Okay. Um, from, the fastball, my concern or question would be the defensive backs, which are working against the receivers. We hear so much, Trey, and, and it's been throughout the fall camp. What a great camp these guys are having. Is most of the success coming against either second or third teamers? Uh, Matt Landers and Jaden Hazelwood and and – Keytron Jackson and Warren Thompson, those guys. Who are they enjoying all their success against? Second team, some first team also. But they started this last two scrimmages, I believe. I know the first one, and I assume they followed a similar format, but it was ones versus twos, and then it was you know twos versus ones and threes versus threes. That's kind of been the format that they've done. So uh, definitely a mix. I have not seen them break off into a scout team yet. They may be doing that now. Uh, but obviously practice is not open right now. But I've not seen them break off to a scout team. They do that while we're there. I would expect that to happen Thursday. That's kind of when they uh, pinpointed that they want to jump in full go on Cincinnati. Well, I've had several, I just haven't gotten to them, uh, post asking that particular question. That's why I wanted to uh, ask you that specifically. DBs are going to get get burnt i mean there's the way the way the game is set up this these days it's, it's clearly to favor the offense every rule that's been made has favored the offense if it's a you know whether it's um you know just a a standard like rule everything back to offensive linemen being able to use their hands you know they used to be able to use their hands back a long long time ago and uh you know to uh, you know rules with pass interference and the rules with uh you know, letting these, you know, that favor this hurry up, up tempo type of offense to, to even the player safety rules with helmet to helmet collisions and, you know, defenseless receivers and stuff like that. All that's been made to favor offense. And Hudson Clark is going to get, he's going to get burnt this year. It's going to happen a few times. It's going to happen. It's going to happen to all of them, even Jalen Catalan on occasion. It'll be rare that that happens to him, but. D-backs just get burnt. They have to come back. They have to bounce back and make a play. And so that's just kind of the nature of the position these days. So 
I know we're going to hear it every single time Hudson Clark gives up a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not necessarily old, but uh, yeah, we've heard that before. All right, from our Azure Record Service Company, Life in Feedback, Cincinnati, Dave says, Trey, your team has no chance of beating my great team. I'm looking forward to our offensive line, smashing your defensive line, torching Hudson Clark, and ruining your hopes and dreams. The bottom line is our great program is 100 times better than yours. Go back to losing to San Jose State and Western Kentucky. I'm giving you the opportunity to beg for mercy now. Your thoughts. But I don't think Trey has, since day day, I don't think Trey has anything to do with scheduling. No. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think he can just say, okay, I've, uh, Coach Pittman, I'm fearful for, for Arkansas. We, we don't need to play this game. Can you call it off? Yeah. How how dare you, Cincinnati Dave? No. <laughs> you know, they do have – Cincinnati has a lot of – you know, we talked about Arkansas's offensive line. Cincinnati returns, I believe, all five starters from last year. I mean – or not all five. But I think one of them is was an FCS All-America for Stony Brook. Um, but they return a lot on the offensive line. There's no question. Trey, this football season 